With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Tonight, 
Brother Pete, William, Brother David Hummel, I think, may be in there. I'm not sure. I don't know who else has came in since I clicked out of the chat, but I appreciate whoever's there being there tonight. Well, let's go, let's go to, the word, to the Lord in a word of prayer before we get started. Heavenly Father, I pray, Father, and give you all the thanks. All the thanks in the world, Father, for the health that we have, that we can breathe air, are able to walk in an upright position, Father, when there's so many that are in your precious body that are laid up in hospital beds, in the nursing homes, in need, in want, that we don't know who they are, but we can pray for them, Lord. Yeah. We, can, we, can, we, can, we can pray that you'll, you'll meet their needs. You promise, Father, and we claim that promise that, you, that with Paul prayed, in Timothy, that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I claim that for all our brothers and sisters right now, Father, that are in need, that we don't know about, Father. We're, we're accountable to pray for those that we don't know about, but once we do know about, we're supposed to do what we can do to render assistance because one member of the body cannot say to the next member of the body, I have no need of thee, Father. That's in your book. Father, and I thank you that it is there, Father. I pray that you cleanse me, Father, from any unforgiven sin in my life, Father. I pray that you fill me with your spirit. May I say the things that you want me to say, Father. Be with the readers tonight and the producer and everyone in the chat room, Father. Forgive us of any unforgiven sin that may be in our life that may come up in between us and the teaching of the Holy Spirit, Father. And whatever you do tonight, in anybody's heart, Father, we'll give you all the honor and the praise, for it's in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask these things, and for his sake alone, amen. Yes, amen. Amen, amen. Okay, Brother Chad, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, start at verse 12, isn't that where I sent you? Yes. Okay, and I want you to start at verse 12 and read through verse 22. Let me get there myself before we get started, and before you even start reading, let me make a few comments that I was talking about before the program started in case there's any um, new people that came in the chat room that w was not there before the program started. Folks, listen, let me tell you something. We know about, and I'm not, I, I, I made a mistake out of my mouth before the program started may, may saying false flag. I'm not talking, when, when I'm saying, what I'm talking about right now is us not thinking of one another like we should, okay, simply. Yes. Simply put, as members of the same body, all right? And the way the world has it today, it has us so separated that true Bible-believing Christians like the majority that are faithful and loyal to this program are, we're not under the same roof, and I understand that. There has to be leniency made for that, but that does not take away our responsibility for to whom much is given, much is required. So what I was going to get to saying is these people, just because Sandy Hook was a total crisis actor, nobody hurt, period. It was all, it was nothing but to gain sympathy and against the Second Amendment. And then you had the false flag, Boston Obama, 9-11. Those were false flags. People were killed. Well, we have people now in the Internet community that thinks that, every, that, that everything out there is a crisis actor uh, show put on by the New World Order, all right? Because they watch so many YouTubes, they think everything has got crisis actors in it, and it's fake crying and fake blood and this, that, and the other. Well, it just so happens that the Manchester bombing 
was no crisis actors, no fake bombs, and nothing else like that. If anybody's new in the chat room now that, that, that was not there when I started the program because I wanted this to be to you. If you download this program and was in here talking about it being crisis actors or this, that, and the other, let me tell you, you was wrong. And let me tell you how simple it would have been for you to find out. Because you got a brother that's in the chat room right now that lives over there. And I, the moment I, the, when I woke up early in the morning and found out about it, I sent an email and found out immediately, was it real or not? Okay? Not only was it real, but he's a member of his own family and who is a dear a brother of mine in Christ, is in critical condition in the hospital now. Not only that, but a neighbor of Brother Brian's was killed. One of his neighbors got killed. That lives just a few blocks over from Brother Brian. So it was real. The bomb was real. Okay? There were no crisis actors involved like some folks in the chat room was claiming. Now, instead of you knowing it all, you should have asked somebody that was over there on with feet on the ground, boots on the ground, instead of jumping to a preconceived conclusion that, that it's not even really your fault for doing that because the way the government has done everything and this world system has turned everything upside down, you can't believe hardly anything you hear, especially anything off of television. I understand all that stuff. But you need to take a deep breath and stop and think, well, could any, before you go making accusations, you need to prove all things. First Thessalonians 5, verse 21, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. That's not just proving all scriptural things, but before making a judgment call on anything, do what you can to prove it to yourself before you go blah, 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 blah. Because you don't know who you, who you might be talking to that knows the truth, and you might just be making an ass out of yourself. Which the ones that were in this chat room did make of themselves. Plain and simple. Because there is a brother that's over there, and I just told you about him, and he's a loyal listener. He's been with us for two years. You could have found out simply instead of arguing with him. That's not the way the body of Christ is supposed to operate, folks. We're supposed to love one another. If What is the second great commandment, Brother Dave? To... Have no false gods before you. Second great commandment. Love, love thy brother and neighbor brother. as thyself. Amen. There's only two in the New Testament, folks. If you've done those two, you've, you've completed all the new ones, okay? Oh, but as members of the body of Sorry. Christ, it's even Thank it's you. even a... What, brother? You're talking... I thought you meant the Ten Commandments. No, it's okay. That's a, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. But... In the body of Christ, it's either even a closer communion. It's supposed to be. And Amen. that's why it is so hard to run a fellowship over the Internet. But we've been able to do it. By God's grace, Brother Kevin and I, and the ones that's, that are in here now, finally have it the, the way the Lord's brought the people in here, we've been able to do that. But we have people that just come and go all the time, that strove discord among the brethren, which is the seventh sin in Proverbs chapter 6. When God said, these seven things that the Lord hate, I mean six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination. The last, very last one is they that strove discord among the brethren. God hates it. 
to one of the so-called, quote-unquote, seven deadly sins. Oh, the real seven deadly sins. I'm not talking about Catholicism crap, okay? That's the real seven deadly ones, and pride's the number one. And they that stroke discord among brethren is the last one. And oh, and they claim to be Christian and doing that. By their fruits, you shall know them. But anyway, like I said, you could have used your quote-unquote spiritual common sense and stop before talking if you're there now. And Lord willing, you'll download this pro- program and you'll hear it. And if you come back in here again, I think you should have, be man or woman enough to make an apology. Now, hey, what you do is between you and the Lord because you're going to have to give an account of yourself to God, not to Brother Don, okay? I'm just telling you what the book says. So let's see what a closer-knit body we're supposed to be, not according to me, but according to the Holy Spirit dictating and the face-to-face teaching from Jesus Christ to the Apostle Paul. So start at verse 12, brother. 1 Corinthians 12 and 12. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Now, I want you to stop right there just a second, brother, and let me make a comment. See, that's what has happened. I'm there, there's a lot of a wonderful, good, Bible-believing people out there that, do, that will not darken the doors of a brick-and-mortar assembly because... It, their scarce is hen's teeth, okay? Because they'll hear a pack of lies or they'll hear some, it ain't nothing but a social club and they're not preaching the word of God and they got 15, they got a cafeteria uh, way of teaching, a cafeteria Christianity where they pick and choose, well, what's right for me? I'll accept this, blah, 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 instead of adhering, adhering to an absolute authority like we do here at this program. We don't have, we don't, everybody have 15 different versions. Well, I like this or I like, that, that's not done here, okay? But what it causes, in re, even true, even real people seeking the truth, is, is not being able to be in a fellowship together and flesh on flesh and seeing each other eyeball to eyeball. There is a separation there. There's nothing we can do about that right this second. I said, you heard me, I said right this second. Now, the opportunity, Lord willing, will present itself to where that will change. Lord willing, Lord willing, and God helping and God providing, that will change. But anyway, not one member, you, in other words, you, you come and you get fed, then you run out just, just like somebody going to church and shouting hallelujah and going out and living like hell the next, for the next six days. And then come back in in a coat and tie and raising their hand when the preacher says something he likes and then just for leaving, leaving his Lord Jesus Christ in a little box, in that wooden box. No different than a Catholic, folks, going to Mass once a week, okay? 
and to put him back in the box and take him behind the curtain and keep him back there till they come out and hocus pocus dominocus and all of a sudden there you have the body of Christ again. It ain't like that. But that's the way some of our brethren act. And that's because they've never been taught the truth. Well, you will get taught the truth here whether you like it or not. I don't give a tinker's damn. Simple. Because I'm not accountable to you. I'm accountable to the Lord Jesus Christ. Be my judge. And he will be yours, whether at the judgment seat of Christ or at the white throne judgment, either one. If you wind up at the white throne judgment, guess what? I'll get the judges in. Oh, 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 see, you didn't even know that. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Right along with God, Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, yes. No, you're not. We shall judge the world anyway. Getting off topic. Back to the body. When one member suffers, you're supposed to, if you know he's your brother in Christ, you should reach out to that brother. You're supposed to be able to have sympathy or at least empathy, some type of empathy if there's true Christian love there. Or as Paul calls it, charity in 1 Corinthians 13. We may get to that. We may not even get to Genesis tonight because this is important. This is what, I want, this is what I'm praying the Spirit of God will deal with you about. You need to come back in your, in your spiritual man needs to come back into the fold under the authority of the book and not YouTube clips. That's what I'm saying. And if you've got a final authority, then you don't have no problem. Well, I need to find out this about this or find out how to do this. I know where to go to find it. You don't have to search YouTube clips. You've got one. It's called an authorized King James Bible. It is the absolute final authority for the English-speaking people in the last days. Period. End of story. Amen. Period. So I want you to continue on. Now watch what Paul says about the body, how, how the body should look at one another. Go ahead, brother. And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing... Where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Now you might say to yourself, I ain't never said I didn't have no need for another brother in Christ. You prove your actions by your fruit. Amen. Well, you don't know my heart. By, uh, by, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You want me to just keep on quoting scripture after scripture after scripture? Or as one old saint told me one time, he put his hand on my shoulder. He was an old deacon in an independent Baptist church. And he said, 
Brother, he said, um, I can't hear what you're saying or the way you're acting. Amen. I can't hear what you're saying because of what you're doing. And there's a world of truth to that, folks. Because we're... Ne- See, I know the Lord knows your heart. Folks, I know it better than any, just as good as anybody. But you, it, it, it's not just about you. And it ain't just about me. It's about us all in one body. Having care one for another as much as we possibly can. That's good works. That's fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Let me go on. That's inward stuff that works its way out of a true believer. There's not a lid opened up on the top and poured in all at one time. Like a few programs ago when I was explaining how that cocoon could grow. It metamorphosizes into a beautiful butterfly. It's a, it's a process. The Lord said, by their fruits ye shall know them. Now see, all you people that's been, that, that's got a screw loose in your brain at every time I can't open my mouth without you thinking, you, see, I can't, I can't help you. The Holy Spirit can't help you because Satan has took his own foot soldiers and blinded your minds to where that's all you can think about is blaming somebody else for your own problems. And it comes out in your actions. And Brother Kevin and I have been on here now for going on five years. And we've seen them come and go, folks. We'll get to that too in a minute. Come and go like the wind. Because everybody is going into the cafeteria today's end time cafeteria Christianity. They pick and choose what they like and bypass the other. See? Or they choose what they think they should read or what they like. The suffering fire of the judgment seat of Christ is going to be so bad on you. You have no clue how bad that suffering fire is going to be at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm not talking about hell. I'm talking to true believers. I'm not talking to the lost now. I got nothing to, this is not evangelistic. This is to the body bride of Christ. If so, be the Spirit of God dwells in you. So continue, Brother Chad. Yes. All right, I tell you what, no, that just stopped right there, Brother Dave. I want you to show them one of the key points about what I'm talking about. What this is one of the promises of what I what I just got through saying about the body, about loving your brother, about the compassion and sympathy for brother, for finding out for this, that, and that. Watch what he says in Second Corinthians one. Start at verse three, brother. I think it's verse 3. Yeah, start at verse 3 and read verse 7. Watch what Paul said. Okay, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3. 
Blessed be God. Before you go any further, Brother Chad, go to Hebrews 13, brother. Okay? Go ahead, Brother Dave. Sorry to interrupt you. No problem. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Does that sound selfish, or does that sound like what I'm talking about, Brother David? Sounds like what you're talking about. Absolutely it does, because it goes hand in hand. We go through things. See, that's the reason Romans 8.28 is in the book. We go through things in our life to be able to minister those that go through the same kind of things. That ought to ring bells in all kind of ears, downloaders' ears. You talking about you? You don't think you got many? Every one of us is a minister of Christ. If you're in the body, you're supposed to minister one to another. This is one of the ways. Go ahead, continue on, brother. Verse five. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And Our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. Yes! For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in you. See, that you, you see, oh, wow, what a God. He comforteth us in all our tribulations and suffering that we may be able to comfort those that are going through practically the same thing, or we try to anyway, and even get even get a consolation for it, which is rewards in the end. What a God! What a Savior! It gets even. It gets even tighter than that. Hebrews chapter thirteen. Verse 3, watch what Paul, just start at verse 1. When you get down to 3, slow down, read it close. Hebrews 13, let brotherly love continue. Oh, really? Content, go ahead. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds, as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourselves also in the body. As being yourselves also in the body. It go it flips right back to Second Corinthians one, three through seven. And I could just go from scripture to scripture to scripture, oh all through the New Testament. This is what it's about. This is what true Christianity is all about. It's not about not so some weird woo-woo thing, even though we're going to talk about some of that. We do it because I teach the whole counsel of God, or try to. 
God giving me mercy and grace and wisdom. But this is nor this is the, the little stuff. See, we we just read out of First Corinthians and Second Corinthians, the carnal church, the one that Paul says. Just go real quick, brother David. Go to First uh, Corinthians three and see what Paul says about these bunch of knowledge lovers. Okay. You think I'm making? I'm not making nothing up. I'm teaching you the truth. Those of you that dwell in your sealed houses, as it says in the book of Haggai, and then God rains hell down on your head for your comfort and not doing what he commands. You start at verse 1. Yes. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. They weren't able to bear it. They never did support the Apostle Paul. Never did. Paul wouldn't even have, when they finally at the end in the second reading, when they tried to, he wouldn't even take it. But that's just a little thing. Paul's talking about knowledge. Later on, he says, knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifies. That charity is is an innate thing in Christians for their brother and sister in Christ in the body. And Paul calls this body a great mystery. One of the two great mysteries. There's seven mysteries, but it's one of the great ones. The other one's the mystery of godliness. God manifests in the flesh, coming down, God himself being born of a virgin. Little baby Jesus, who was God Almighty, manifests in the flesh. You explain it. I can't. You can't either. It's a great mystery. Just like you can't explain the body. That only except, except the way Paul explained it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, when we get, like I said, Romans to to Hebrews, that's my wheelhouse, okay? And when we go through this, it'll be a lot tougher than it was the last few times I've been through it. Because I'm going to try my God giving me mercy and grace and slowing me down. I'm going to slow down and pound these simple points home. This is Christianity 101. As Brother Chad likes to say. Amen. This is this simple. This is the first fruits that ought to come from a truly born again Bible believing Christian. There's nothing strange. There's nothing woo woo about this. Think I'm making this up? First Corinthians thirteen, David. Okay. Right at verse one. Now watch what the greatest Christian that ever lived. He starts off talking about himself. Way watch him bring this down. Read the whole chapter. And First we'll Corinthians. Yeah, go ahead. First Corinthians 13. Verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, 
I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Okay, though he gets some of the gifts right at salvation that they used back during the early church period, and he displays all that, no big deal. He becomes as sounding brass and tingling cymbals if he don't have charity. Don't worry, he'll explain charity. You don't have to run to no freaking Greek if you'll just believe English. Okay? Now get into the knowledge, Brother Paul. Go ahead, brother. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. You got that? This is Christianity 101. And I don't care what you heard or what you've been taught. You will argue with the book. See? Your, your argument is not with Brother Don. Your argument is with the book and God Almighty, who magnified his book above his own name. Continue, brother. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profit me nothing. Wow. Charity suffereth long. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. You see, that, that one ought to got you. See, that one ought to rung your bell. Though I give my body to be burned. Read that verse again. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profit me nothing. It profit him nothing. You know what nothing means in the Greek? Tell them, Brother Chad. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't care what you, I don't care you can run around and make a child smile. You can run around and you can go and, and you can even give your body to be burned. But if you don't have what's coming up here, he's fixing to explain it. See? He's fixing to explain what it is. If you don't have what's coming up here, you in a world of hurt, my friend. Go ahead. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemingly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. What is truth? There, what is truth? See, this is word. Ah, there you go, Brother David. That's the little W truth. The other one is Amen. the big W truth. I am the way, the truth, and the lie. See, that's the way you study, folks. You want to find it. It wasn't talking about whether you told a lie or not. It was talking about a book. And about the Lord Jesus Christ, which are interchangeable. Continue on, brother. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Remember what I said when we started Genesis? You can't believe the first seven words. You might as well throw the rest of the book away. 
If you believe the first seven words, you shouldn't have problems with anything else. You shouldn't have problem with anything else. Because the Spirit of God in you, where there's charity, believeth all things. He's talking about the Word, the truth. Didn't you just get through saying the truth, Brother David? Yes, I did. Yeah, continue on. Verse 8. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, Paul is absolutely taking the word of God and stabbing it into the Corinthian church right there. Because he just got through saying in 1 Corinthians 3, they were a bunch of carnal babies. He wanted to give them the meat of the book, but he had to feed them meat because they were carnal. They were fleshy. It was all about them. It was all about, it was when we get there, it was all about one saying, I'm one. they started off, I'm of Apollos, or I'm of Paul, or I'm of Cephas, or I'm of Christ, or I've got the gift of tongues, or I can heal, or I've got prophecies, or I get a word from the Lord, or I've got the word of wisdom. That's what it was all about. It was all about self, just like it is today. There's nothing new under the sun. The circle has come full way around. There's no difference today than there was then. Some of them in there said, I got a doctrine here, I got a doctrine there, and then he said, knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifies. Talks about charity all the time. He just explained to you what it was. Continue on, brother. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. Lord. And now abide faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. The greatest of these is charity, even though in Hebrews eleven six it tells you that it's impossible to please God without faith. Wow. Wow. He says charity is even greater than faith. You know why he said it? You know why he said it? Because every man has a measure of faith. You may not even realize it. Paul says every man's given a measure of faith. You've got none on your own. It's given to you. It's a gift of God. 
It's a gift of God, folks. Do you think I'm making that up? For by grace are you saved through faith. And that, can anybody quote the next word? Not, Not of yourselves. Oh, yes. But it's a gift of God, just like I got through saying. But Paul later on says, every man's given a measure of faith. Tells you that in Romans 12. So the greatest of all this is charity. Just what I'm talking about. Charity for your brother and sister in Christ. All this, all, all this ranting and raving, all everything I've said so far is just about one simple sentence. Just, just love your brother as you, you love yourself. Well, I don't even have to ask that question, especially to the downloaders. You're supposed to love your brother the same as you do yourself. Now, you think you're a Christian, right? Oh, you think you're filled with the Holy Ghost and you've got this wonderful Anglo-Israel truth and you blah, 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 blah. You just think you know it all, don't you? Yeah, but I take care of my kids and my grandkids. And I... So does a dog. So does a blue gum and a chink and, a, and, a, and anything else. Big deal. See, you're supposed to expound a supernatural love for somebody that you have no familiarity with. Because you've been put into one body and you have one common Savior, the head, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the Lord was so adamant back in Matthew when me and Brother Chad were, the other night, were there the other night when he talked about you know, he came to divide. He came to make a division in your own family. Because if you don't love him more than them, you're not worthy of him. And he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And Paul says, if you don't love him, down you. It's like, I'm joking. <laughs> Downloaders, you think I'm making that one up? Oh, the Apostle Paul would never say anything so rude and crude as you, you redneck preacher. You old Bible-thumping Alabama redneck. Go to 1 Corinthians 16, David, and read verse 22. Yes, I'm there. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, maranatha. Pull it up in the Greek, see what it says. Let him know. Yes. Anathema means cursed, damned. It's uh, one of the here. as well. Uh, ban or excommunicated, accursed, or excuse me, yeah, cursed, anathema, curse, great. And Maranatha means till he come. Am I right? Yes. I've quoted it enough times, been there enough times. So, you Christian, huh? Really? Act like it's all I'm saying, brothers and sisters. That's all I'm saying. It ain't about us individually. It's about the body as a whole. Now, if I just come on and just made a few comments, 
you, you probably wouldn't even listen to nothing I had to say. But like I told you, I, the fruit's out on the end of the limbs. It ain't back toward the trunk. And I'm going to push, and I'm going to push, and if I have to get a jackhammer and jack you out on the end of that, toward the end of that limb, I'll do everything humanly possible to where you can bear fruit. Do you hear what I said? Where you can bear fruit. Because it ain't about me, it's about you. Paul says, have I, he tells these Corinthians, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? So don't get caught up in the spirit of the, the the spirit of the world to where the world dictates how you think. Like I said, you are separate from this world. You're not of this world. You're here to do a job. This world is not your home. You look for no continuing city, but one to come, a heavenly, not an earthly. Hebrews chapter ten. We read it the other night. See how they'll lie to you out there when it's all about the world and the things of this world? But some of you have lived so long with both feet in the world and a fingernail over in the church that you just can't pull away. And maybe you'll never be able to pull away. It'll take the grace of God and the repentance grant of God for it to take place. And you know, and if you and I'll, I can assure you of this, and not bat an eye, you will remember these words at the judgment seat of Christ. I can say that because we've just read you the pure truth. So. Now, on a lighter note, let's go to Genesis chapter seven. And you know, even no, I tell you what. Even before we go there, brother Dave, let me tell you what brother Dave did. Send him an email, and um, it was about Daniel chapter two. You can go ahead and turn there, brother. Okay. Okay, brother Chad, you go to chapter eleven in Daniel. All right. Yes. Um, and I had a my Bible teacher where I went, Doctor Rowland. The last sermon he preached on video. Let me tell you the comment he made. He went through, like a, he, he does something called the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of heaven or the whole Bible, all right? that's what, And that's exactly where I learned to go through the whole Bible in about an hour and a half, okay? And tell you from, pre, from eternity past to eternity future, okay? That, that's where I learned it. That's how I learned it. But th- he made a comment. And I think it's his, I think it is his last recorded video message because he, his memory is practically shot. He's 94 years old when he's preaching, trying to remember having to get somebody else to do what I have to get y'all guys to do read because he can't couldn't see anymore. But he was discussing this thing that Brother Dave brought him up, which I've been knowing this. I mean, I thought I had mentioned it a thousand times already, but we're going to mention it again tonight so you may be able to understand the generational tone that you live in today. Though you hate it, though I hate it, though God hates it, 
you will see maybe the I even hate to use this word, the necessity of it, of what's taking place, no matter where you live, across this plane. Remember the verse, the two verses I'm always talking about? It's impossible that offenses will come. Needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man to whom they come. Remember I'm always quoting that and trying to explain to you what Christ is talking about? But what we're fixing to talk about right now is, it, I, I don't know anything other to say than it is a necessary, it looks like it's going to be a necessary evil. All this transgenderism, all these perverts getting married, this Frisco faggot fruits running around everywhere, man, just like Romans chapter 1. So I'm going to give a show you about what it, 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 it touches on it in prophecy. And people read over it, but nobody's got the guts to say it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and be like Doc said it in his, in his last video. I'm going to go ahead and say it tonight. All right? Brother Dave just brought out the point in, in one verse in chapter 2 of Daniel. Well, it's in chapter 11, spells it out. All right? So I'm just going to go ahead and say what I believe tonight about it. Brother Dave, go ahead and tell them what you was talking about in Daniel 2. Okay, uh, verse 43. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And I was reading this, and I was... I heard other preachers and different things, and I was thinking about it. And you can see that this word seed here sperma. is sperma. Yes. And I believe what it's talking about is that these fallen angels will come in the last days and mix their DNA with the sperm of men this time and not with attacking the women. Women, necessarily. Yeah. Necessarily but be primarily yes. men. Yes. That was, and see, that it, that sticks out if you don't try to twist things. It, both could be true, and both are. there's no doubt both are true. But primarily, I'll show you why Brother Dave hit on something important. The doc just came out and said it. I'm going to come out and say it, too, because it's what I believe. Because Start. of that judgment, that harsh, harsh judgment that came upon that the original came to 200. The original 200, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And you wonder why all the Frisco faggot fruits, the CSs out there, the DSs, we had words for them, folks, okay? They're going to put me in jail one of these days. They're going to get somebody on here, and they're gonna, I'm going to have the door knocked down. Now, so you must think a lot of yourself. No, because I'm not going to change. I'm not going to compromise. Fifty years ago, if a, if a cop saw two faggots together, you know where they wound up? In jail. Yes. Sodomy. The law's on the books. Funny that they're sodomites. They're not gay. They're freaking queers. They're sodomites. And then hate all this hate speech law, if they enforce it to the tilt, yours truly will be gone. And I'll do the, the redneck Alabama redneck preaching from behind bars again because I ain't compromising 
The time for compromise is over. You're going to let the world dictate how you talk? When they dictate how you talk, it'll eventually dictate how you think. It'll be like cooking a frog in water. It's been going on for years. And you even now, now that somebody's bringing it to your attention, you do something about it. You need to practice doing it now for when the time comes, you'll be able to do it when you're called upon to do it. You say that don't matter. By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. You think I was making it up? Go read the verse, Chad. I know you got the concordance pulled up. By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Matthew twelve thirty seven. And that is the exact quote right there. Yes For, it is. By thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And you think it, I, you know, well, a word wouldn't hurt nothing. That, if, if, if I remember my Bible right, that's in red letters, isn't it, brother? <laughs> yeah. That's and straight I, from Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen, amen. Folks, there's nothing new about the old friend of the family. I'm talking about the used to one that used to be over the throne. There's nothing new. He's just wise. He's wiser than Daniel. He was wiser than Solomon. He got a knockout from everybody until he run up against the champion of the of all creation, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he got knocked out. He knocked everybody else out. He knocked Adam out. He knocked Abraham out. He knocked Noah out. He knocked Isaac out. He knocked Abraham out. He knocked Jacob out. He knocked David out. He knocked Solomon out. He knocked Saul out and knocked off every other king. God got tired of dealing with earthly kings. And he got one that won the final battle. And that was Jesus Christ. The King of kings and Lord of lords. By thy word, he, the old friend of the family, see, knows how to manipulate humanity. He's been around since eternity past. And for God's sake, what makes you think that you're invulnerable to him? What makes you think that you can just walk along in your own likes and dislikes in this world system and be free of influence? Well, the only way that can happen is if you're not one of Christ. He don't go around cutting his own kids' heads off. He don't go around doing that. He encourages them and feeds their fuel. You know? But not so with the Lord that loves you. The Lord that loves you will beat you and scourge you so you will not have to be condemned with this world. That's why it's so 
He's so adamant about it in Hebrews chapter 12. And that I quote it all the time. As I was telling Brother Chad last night on the phone. 1 Corinthians 10, 31-32, brother. Brother Dave, Brother Chad, you say in in Daniel chapter 11. Yes. Okay, let me get there. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 and 32. Like I'm making this stuff up again, see? Because nobody else is talking this way to you. Send me some send me some videos. If anybody's preaching this kind of truth to you, it'll be a Bible believing Christian preacher that believes this book from cover to cover. Include the cover. Okay? See, it gives this gives us a we're not as smart as you people are out there. Some of you downloaders that you're more enlightened, see. You're not so crash and brass as us. King game the only people. You're more enlightened and you've got more knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 31, 32, David. Yes. And just aside here for a sec, I believe, I'm convinced fully myself, I have anecdotal evidence that this program, without a doubt, is being monitored and there's even action being taken. And whether or not it's men, I know that there are divine spirits that could be fallen angels who are taking actions upon some of the things that we've said and done here. And it worries me, not one least. Uh, What it does is it shows how powerful the Word of God is and that they're afraid and they're trying to destroy the word of God that's being sent forth from this program from Pastor Don, this word of God that's living and active and destroying their kingdom and their works, they're trying to stop it to so no see, avail. Let me tell you something, and just to back up, Brother Chad and I was on the telephone. The folks, they, my, line, my telephone line is tapped, okay? They quit for a long time. He'd say, yes, I'm the, I have Middle Eastern ties. Okay? So, and except Brother David, he's not blowing smoke. But that's the first time he's said anything about it. I've mentioned it about my phone being tapped before, but it's no big deal. I don't give a rip. Okay? You will want it. Hey, no man's happy on the rack. So be it. I've suffered worse. Yep. I'm going to be 63 soon. Hey. Whatever. I'll be 64 and what's the day? The fourth? Six days. Six days. Praise the Lord. I live that long. Anyway, go ahead, brother. Read them 31, 32. Verse 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 31, 32. Yeah. That's 11, 30. Excuse me. My bad, brother. I sent you the wrong chapter. Chapter 11, 31, 32. Oh, okay. Right after he gets through jumping on them about the Lord, but not taking communion right. Oh, yes. 1 Corinthians eleven thirty one. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. First John chapter 1, the whole first chapter, folks, that we keep going to and reading. Go ahead, brother. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, 
that we should not be condemned with the world. Okay, I quote him a while ago, folks. Just wanted to make sure you knew that I wasn't just pulling something out the top of my head. Okay? Well, I was pulling it out of my head because it because the Word of God's in there. Okay? It's in my heart. Daniel chapter 2. Now we'll get back to the subject matter we was talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. You finished talking about that, brother, about where you saw that seed of man thing? You know, yes, because, and let, me tell, let me add something to what he said. Because, see, the battle was supposed to be between the seed of the woman and the, and the seed of the serpent, see? Yes. So it just makes sense that the old friend of the family would throw a curveball. Start reading in chapter 17, Brother David, and Daniel chapter 11. Now let's watch this close. Watch what happens. Brother Dave, go to Second Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay. First of all, before you start reading this, see, all the people out there, I know where some of you downloaders come from, all right? We're going to read practically verbatim in the New Testament what Brother Chad's going to be reading to you about the same individual in the Old Testament, all right? The prophecy of Daniel that Paul's going to break down in the New Testament in Second Thessalonians. Brother Dave, just go read Second Thessalonians down to where it talks about um, just read down talking about the Antichrist. Read down through there. Let them hear how the wording goes. You can start at verse 1. doesn't matter. Second, that's uh, okay. Two. How about starting at verse 5? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Any okay. word you see. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know that what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And when then, and then shall the wicked be revealed? And isn't that when wicked? The, isn't that wicked capitalized? It certainly is. Absolutely. Yes. In other words, it's very. In other words, it's a big deal. Okay. Yes. It's bad wicked. Okay. Yeah. It's a personification. It's a personification of wickedness. That's right. It sure is. So keep that in mind. Okay? Go ahead, Brother Dave. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him, whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Okay, I want you to real quickly go to First Thessalonians and read to him about how he setteth in the temple of God, claiming that he himself is God. Okay? Yes. That's in First Thessalonians, chapter 4, I believe.
And I've been, instead of having radio silence, which loses all audiences, <laughs> I'll run my mouth while David is finding yes. that. Brother Chad, in chapter 11, it. verse 17. Well, okay, go ahead and read, Brother Dave. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't have it. Sorry. Brother Chad, go ahead and read the very first verse in Daniel chapter 17 when I finish saying what I'm fixing to say. All historians will claim, oh, well, this has done happened in the past. All the way to verse 17, then this messes them up, okay? What's coming now messes them up because of what Brother Dave is fixing to read you in First Thessalonians. Where he said it's in the temple of God, claiming that he himself is God, brother. That just look it up. It's real quick. It's there. It's either in chapter three. Oh, or I know four. it's there. Okay, it's in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two. Okay, my bad. Verse four: Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple of God. Shooing himself that he is God. Okay, got, got that. And then, oh, they'll try to run and tell you that it's talking about the spirit. Uh, it's talking about a, the spirit of Antichrist. It's got nothing to do with a person. It's a system. It, I, I've never heard a system called him. Have you, Brother Dave? No, I have I don't think no. there's such a thing as uh, a system that's called H-I-M and H-I-S. Don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think there is. Okay, I know how they do what they do, folks. I've listened to all of them, the best out there, and they're messing their congregations up by not bringing them up to date in the generation they live in, according to what this book says. By not understanding the dual fulfillment of prophecy in the Word of God, they don't get it. And they try to slam everybody else that does understand it. Because if everything is done fulfilled, please tell me how God could do anything else, please. And I'm asking you, you that come from that, that guilt, you that come from that clique, that historicist clique, and I, listen, you hear me call them brothers all the time, the good ones, all right? And I love them, but they're, they're just freaking wrong. Now, you please tell me how God could do anything in the future if everything's done been fulfilled. If he promises you in Amos 6-7 that he'll do nothing except he tell his servants the prophets first, huh? How could he do anything if he's done made a statement in the Old Testament that he won't do nothing else in the future unless he reveal it first to his prophets? Hmm? I don't know if you'll even get that one. You pray about that one for a little while, okay? Brother Chad, verse 17, just start in verse 17. Daniel 11 and 17. He shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom and upright ones with him. Well, Thus, I didn't give you the wrong verse again. My bad. I thought I had it in my mind. I, it's um, Maybe it's verse um, 18 or 19. It says, and then shall stand up in the kingdom this vile one. Okay. That's the word it uses, vile one. And in Thessalonians, it uses the personification of wickedness, which is vile. Okay? Now, this is going along with what Brother David said, what he said in chapter 2, so keep that in, in the frontal cortex of your mind, okay? 
Brother Chad, do you see it? Vile? Just, I'll, I'll go there. It's right there. It's around, it's between, it's between verse 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. It's right there. In, okay. in verse, in chapter 11 in Daniel. I mean, I just got through reading it two hours ago, but I may have, I got the wrong number. The wrong verse. Vile person? I, I, I'll be, that's, well, that's exactly right. What verse okay. is that? Uh, 21. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Start there, okay. It's a paragraph, Mark, okay? I should have told you that and you wouldn't have no problem. Go ahead. Daniel 11 and 20. Then shall stand up in his estate a raiser of taxes in the glory of the kingdom. But within few days he shall be destroyed. That that doesn't say anything about a vile one. That's not still ain't it. No. This is the one one just above it, Pastor. Yeah, okay, read the one above it. This is it, yeah. this This is 20, 21 is what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. That's the paragraph marker for okay. context. Okay, yes, yeah, see. But within a okay. few days he shall be destroyed, neither in anger nor in right, battle. Right, 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 you're right. Go ahead. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person. In other words, is. a personification of wickedness. And the New Testament's capitalized. Okay. Go ahead. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom but he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. And with the arms of a flood shall they be overflown from before him and shall be broken, yea, also the prince of the covenant. And after the league made with him, he now, shall... Folks, in case you're wondering why I'm not stopping him explaining everything, just go and we'll finish Daniel last year. Go, go read it. Go listen to it, okay? Put your, put your fingers... Let your fingers do the walking through the mouths. All right, go ahead, brother. And after the league made with him, he shall work deceitfully, for he shall come up and shall become strong with a small people. He shall enter peaceably, even upon the fattest places of the province. And he shall do that which his fathers have not done, nor his father's fathers. He shall scatter among them the prey and spoil and riches, Yea, and he shall forecast his devices against the strongholds, even for a time. And he shall stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south with a great army. And the king of the south shall be stirred up to battle with a very great and mighty army. But he shall not stand, for they shall forecast devices against him. Yea, they that feed of the portion of his meat shall destroy him. And his army shall overflow, and many shall fall down slain. And both these kings' hearts shall be to do mischief, and they shall speak lies at one table. But it shall not prosper. For yet the end shall be at the time appointed. Then shall he return into his land with great riches, and his heart shall be against the holy covenant. And he shall do exploit and return to his own land. At the time appointed, he shall return and come toward the south, but it shall not be as the former or as the latter. For the ships of Chittim shall come against him. Therefore, he shall be grieved and return and have indignation against the holy covenant. So shall he do. 
he shall even return and have intelligence with them that forsake the holy covenant. And arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. So you know you're talking about the last days, because guess what? Your Savior quoted this in Matthew 24. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, in quotation marks, let him that he readeth understand. <laughs> Continue on. 11 and 32. I just and quoted you, Matthew, okay? Go, you can go look it up if you don't believe it's there. Go ahead. 11 and 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That's capital G, God. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many, yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity and by spoil many days. Now when they shall fall, they shall be hopen with a little help, but many shall cleave to them with flatteries. And some of them, understanding, shall fall to try them and to purge and to make them white, even to the time of the end. To the time of the end, at that time appointed, remember me, during, as we're studying, you'll hear me make a reference to the time appointed. This is the time appointed I'm talking about when I say the time appointed. Notice how many times you've seen Holy Covenant and Covenant and Holy Covenant and people of the Covenant and blah, blah, blah. Just just bring it to your attention. That's all. Now you're fixing to get the dose. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, The people, and well, it partly has to do with people of the Covenant, but do you believe the uh, Church of Jesus Christ, the Bride of Christ, is here at this time? No. No. Okay. I believe they'll know who he is. They'll see this vile person. I've done taught Revelation, brother. I told you when I believe that we will go out of here before the wrath of God. We'll go up with the yes. with the two witnesses. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we just got finished with Revelation. Anyway. Yes, we did. Yeah, sure did. And Brother Chad mentioned this last, talked about it last night. And there's some other stuff that will go along with that that I'll bring up at a later date. That'll go along, right along with it that Chad and I talked a little bit about last night, which will, will rock your world <laughs> and brain make everybody's head spin. But that's at a different time and for a different teaching. Go ahead, keep on reading. I want to get to what you brought up. Uh, we're fixing to get to it shortly. Even to the time of the end, because it is yet for a time appointed. And the king shall do according to his will. And he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god. Sound familiar, folks? So Paul is prophesying for it to happen as well. Folks, don't don't make that that praetorous mistake of those one hundred percent historians. Don't make that mistake. You will you will wind up being sucker punched by the old friend of the family, I can assure you. If you don't keep up in the script, what you can verify in Scripture, in the generation you're living in, you're falling by the wayside. And it's just that simple. And that's the problem I have with my historicist brethren. Because the book 
backs it up. Continue reading. And he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that that is determined shall be done. Neither shall he regard the god of his fathers. Mm, so that tells you what he, what kind of blood he's got in him. Tells you where his genetic line's at. Israelite. That's right. Go ahead. Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women. Bingo! He's going to be a faggot. Amen. He's going to be a queer, or just what Brother David brought out a while ago. That's what Doc said. That's what I say. That's what I believe. He's going to be either, he's going to be a transvestite or a, or, or a genetically formed mute that that has no desire of women, period. He's going to be some kind of faggot, Okay. And that's why the world's getting you ready for this. That's why all this, as it was in the days of Sodom, as it was in the days of Noah. Folks, it may get so, you may have to keep up on all kind of stuff going on around you with all these genetics and everything going on. So you'll have, a, so you'll be able when it appears to recognize it in the book, or that's what he talks about—a strong delusion. What's that strong delusion? It's because those those are going to get it that don't believe the truth. Yes. And it ain't got nothing to do with your truth. It's God's truth. Amen. This sucker, I guarantee you, he's going to be some kind of Frisco faggy fruit. Some kind is it's either going to be genetically whatever. Why do you think not one single Bible in the world, other than a King James Bible, has First Timothy six twenty in it? Why do you think that every single version in the world leaves out telling you to beware of science? Why do you think it just happened? That's everybody's God. Even pretending Christians. Well, science says this. Well, science says that. Only one book tells you to beware of it. One, 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 one. Zero, N-E, one. That's a King James Bible. Check it out. Don't believe a word I'm saying. Go check me out. Doesn't that ring a spiritual bell in your holy, in your spirit inside? Don't have what you learned yet. Or has your pride done got the best of you to where you think, I'm the one that's deceived and you're the one that's right? Oh, well, I can flip that around on you. Oh, no, you can't. Because I've got all, I can look back and I can see all the fruit from mine. Where's the fruit from yours? Huh? Where's the fruit? Where's all the fruit from what you've got? What you think now? Huh? Well, 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 obviously, that's the problem. It's all about you. He's going to be some kind of faggot. 
okay? I don't know. Brother Dave, what do you think, man? Um, yes, um, in reference to the war against the seed of the woman and this uh, chimera sperm, the chimera sperm penetrating the woman's egg would constitute a form of war against the seed of woman. Yes. It would be an assault against that egg. It would be assault against God's natural way, number one. That's Absolutely. another reason sodomy is so bad. Yes. It's against the natural way of things. But she had to go to Romans 1. Yes. While Brother Dave's talking. Go ahead, David. Yeah, and so, yeah, the war continues, only it takes on a different form where, like you were saying, and uh, we had mentioned before about these fallen angels now being involved in homosexuality and that movement being to- so strong because as it was what they were doing in Sodom, they are replicating here. They and they were just homosexual sex with angels, folks. Yes. And they're using the sperm that is the product of that stuff. And, uh, you know, if you look at... It's, you can look at YouTube videos or articles or <laughs> newspapers about what's being done with DNA. I just seen one the other day where they stripped the DNA outside of an egg altogether and planted oh, yeah, in, yeah, co- the, uh, coated yeah. the whole egg with yeah. the DNA yeah. they wanted. Folks, let me tell you something. When you hear me railing against video clips, it's not all video. I'm not railing against. I'm railing against anything that rails against this book. That's what I'm railing. Amen. Against. And I'm railing against the ones with the that's coming across with their opinions and trying to tell you it's the honest to God absolute truth and it ain't they got no Bible to back it up. That's the ones I'm coming against. I listened to a, a clip of somebody the other day talking about he believed this and he believed that and the Bible said this and the Bible said that for an hour. It went on and on and on. You know how many verses of Scripture I heard? You know how much Bible I heard? Other than, well, you know, that's what the Bible says. It does. I ain't heard not one, not one, not one verse to back up a word he said. Not one. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. The Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians because they searched the Scriptures Daily to see if these things be so. Be a Berean. I've been telling you that for five years. To be a Berean. To prove all things. When it's my opinion, I'll tell you it's my opinion. But when I'm quoting scripture, it's out of the absolute authority. And I said, take you to the verses. That's why it takes us hours sometimes to do a program that some people could do in 40 minutes. Because we take the time to read you the Scriptures because that's what God uses is the Scriptures. And the Spirit takes the Scriptures and works through them. We just read it the other night in Isaiah 55. Can I get an amen? Amen. So where did I send you, Chad? Romans chapter 1. No, go ahead. Read it. Yeah, man, let me show you how, how that wheel it just turns and just keeps on turning. Like when That's the reason I taught the whole book of Judges, folks. And what was the very last... I'm going to say how good you guys are. I'm just I'm picking at you, but I'm going to test you. What's the very last verse in Judges? Don't go look. I'm asking you, can you, can you remember 
Oh, I can't. Sorry. I'll and never every man that. did that when he was right oh, yeah. in his own eyes. Yes, <laughs> yes. No king in the famous verse, yeah. Yep. What do you think people do today? Why do you think I rant and rave about what you like so much? See, it ain't about what you and I like. It's about what God likes. It's about what the one that bled and died and suffered is hell for you for. That's what. That's who matters. That's who matters. That's number one. Number two is your brother. That's the royal law, as James says. Or Look at the Lord says, you're doing this, you've done them all. Romans 1, brother. Romans going to start down about... um. Twenty-one. Wow, just start with one sixteen, okay? Yeah. Amen. That's, one, that's, that's the first verse I ever memorized after I got saved. I know that. Oh, uh, Pastor John, might I just make a comment about Timothy before we leave yeah, there? Absolutely, sure can. I, I spent a little bit of time there this weekend, and uh, not only, as you know, Timothy, First Timothy six twenty is the only one in the King James Bible, but. They've been picking on Timothy because Second Timothy two fifteen, which tells tells us to study, only appears in the King James Bible. As well. I, I've said that ad nauseum. Ad nauseum, Amen. I just wanted to point it out one more amen. time. Amen. And that in First Timothy one uh, verses nine and ten, it appeared to me this week that there, there it says that the Sodomites should be in jail, according to First Timothy one verses nine and ten. Absolutely, and let me let me let me just throw one little kicker in there before he goes off on the, down to Romans, so you can see your present day status in the world. Okay, brother Dave, you go to First Timothy, Second Timothy, chapter three, while while um, brother Dave's reading this. Okay, and we'll end. We'll get in Genesis tomorrow night. Okay. Okay. There is a verse in first in First John. I forget which one it is. I think it's chapter 2. There's there's a half of a verse that when the King James translators put the Word of God to get with the, the canon together, there was no manuscript in the world that read what they put in. It's in, it's in parentheses in your King James Bible. They just prayed and put in what they thought should be there. Guess what happened 80 years later? All you doubters out there, they found the manuscript, and it was verbatim Amen. what the King James translators put in your King James Bible. Amen. Now, what do you think about that? See, or do you just hate God's Word so much, this old archaic English, that it just riles you when I talk about it? See, I want you to get riled up. I want you to choose sides. Or you'll be without excuse. So that's not with charity. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You can't love God's mammon. <laughs> I'm sorry. It won't. That dog won't hunt. That dog won't hunt. I didn't say you was lost because of it. I didn't say that you was lost. You may be cleaning mine and Brother Chad and Brother Kevin and and, uh, the Bible believers in the chat room's toilet out during the millennium. You might be doing that. How would you like to do that? 
I speak reverently, but I'm serious. What do you think suffering loss is? Son, you shouldn't have done that. Do you think that's what suffering loss is about in 1 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 5? The terror of the Lord is a little bit more than you shouldn't have done that, son. That's the judgment, man. If he beats the hell out of you while you're in this world, how bad do you think it's going to be at the judgment? And I'm talking about the judgment seat of Christ for rewards. It says you'll suffer loss. And therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. How bad do you think it's going to be then? Or do you believe it? Do you believe it enough to do something about it by the Spirit of God? If you just go and do it on your own, it made no sense and try it. If it ain't in your heart, just turn just get off. But go away. Go away. And I'm going to take this time. I almost forgot. Thank you, Brother Howard. God bless your soul, brother. Thank you very much, Brother Howard. Just wanted to let you Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Howard. Just wanted to mention that. Do you think he's going to let you out the hook? Yeah, where is it? Where is it? Show me in the Bible where you get off the hook, except in eternity. Show me where there's no more tears till, uh, until after everybody's thrown in the lake, the ones are thrown in the lake. Show me! Show me! Show me! I want to see it. That's because it's not there. Not in the Old Testament or the New. Now all that stuff comes after the tears are wiped away and there's no more pain. And all right, that's all. They're suffering for the saint at the judgment seat of Christ. It says there is. He was warned twice about it. Three times if you want to count Hebrews. And I can scream and holler and beg and plead and cry and squall and pray my guts out. And unless the Spirit of God dwells in you, you ain't not going to move. You will not. You old stiff neck to heart. Why do you so resist the Holy Ghost? Romans, Romans chapter 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Oh, well, just keeps on turning around on the phone. See, Paul's describing the antediluvian world, folks. That's what he's describing. And he's describing how them those civilizations wheel, the way it just keeps on working, even in God's children. That's why, like I said, before I got on that rant, 
That's what I was talking about. That's the reason I went back to Judges to show you, hoping that the Spirit of God would show you. Without Jesus Christ, folks, you can do nothing. That means nothing, nothing. Neither can I, or no, neither can the your grandmother, your well-intended grandmother. Without Jesus Christ, you can do nothing. That's your kids and your grandkids as well. Continue on, Brother Chief. Romans 1 and 21. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. Yeah, I'm not going to hop on that one. Who is blessed forever. Amen. Turn the truth of God into a lie. Mm. And worship the creature more than the creator. Mm. Go ahead. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God... And, made, and there's some that come through here that absolutely do not like because you're going to get God in your knowledge on this program. I give you my word. Amen. And they will leave like a, a, a dynamite's been blown out from under their tail sometimes because of this book. Or they don't like what they hear. All they want to hear is somebody stroking that ego. Go ahead, brother. No excuses. Romans 1 and 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. 
Mm, I've been standing out. There's your television set right there. All Amen. of that stuff, but sure, you sure will watch it and get pleasure in watching it, won't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, I was taught back when I was 22 and 23 years old that the worship service would wind up being in, in, in the local assembly would wind up being some kind of sex. It's one, if, it, if the Lord allows it to continue on like it's going, if the point in time is, is not sooner rather than later, what you're going to have behind those church doors is going to be some form of sex. With demons, probably of some kind, somewhere or another. That's what. That's what. That's the way it always winds up, folks. That's the way it always winds up. That it starts out little. It don't matter which one of them sins it is. It starts out little and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And grows. And it's just as bad in your heart as if you did it in the flesh. Be sure your sin will find you out. Now, we're gonna, we didn't even get to Genesis tonight, and that's what this program was supposed to be about, even though we really did get to Genesis because all we're talking about is uh, we talked about the body, New Testament, yes, but we talked about the end times. That, then, that was Genesis, and that's the wrath of God pouring out the flood upon an ungodly and unsavable and unredeemable world. And that's exactly what will happen again when he pours his wrath out at the day of the Lord, when he pours his wrath out on an unredeemable, unbelieving world. And there will only be a remnant left and saved through it, just like there was in the days of Noah. So, yes, this is about Genesis. But right now we're going to go, I'm really going to show, I'm going to show you something I've never even brought to your attention before. Not only are you supposed to be obedient to the commands that's laid out, you're not supposed to have anything to do with the ones that don't. I'm going to fix and show you that. It's in 1 Timothy chapter 3, Brother Dave, 2 Timothy chapter 3, start reading at verse 1. What? Because it's talking about the end times now. See, if any of this rings home to you, hey, get you a mirror and ask your ask the Lord to show you if or if any of this fits you. I try to do this at least once a day. Because if you judge yourself, see, you'll not be you God will chasing you, but you won't be condemned with the world. We just read it a while ago, folks. You stay in fellowship with the Lord. See, your sin done been forgiven. They ever seen you ever committed for you as ever a gleam in your daddy's eye. You had done committed in the future. Christ's blood was co- it covered all that. The reason now is for repentance on a daily basis is for the judgment of the sin now is for fellowship and rightness in the spirit and, attain- and doing what you're supposed to be do- doing for the reason you was originally put here. People just can't seem to understand that. Every sin you've ever committed or ever will commit was covered by the blood at Calvary. Past, present, and future. Every single one of them. 
it just rang the bell with Chad last night. He hadn't really got a grip on that yet, but he did last night. Amen. The repenting and love toward God now is about fellowship and doing the things of the Spirit. The Spirit dwells in you, working its way out now to accomplish that. For it is God that worketh in you, first first of Philippians chapter 1, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Brother Dave, go ahead. Watch these. Ask yourself. And if if you're not guilty, you may not be. You may be fantastic. I, I didn't say check your, check your heart, folks. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. See. Luke 16, 15. Okay? Don't, don't forget that. <laughs> so does the Word of God looks at your heart and is a discerner of your, even your thoughts and intents of your heart. Okay? Uh, Hebrews 12. Hebrews 4, 12, and 13. <laughs> Everything's open for whom we have to do. All right? Sharp, you know, powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. We done been through it. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that? Do you really believe it? Go ahead, Brother Dave. Second Timothy chapter three, verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Okay, love okay, just stop right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what I'm talking about. Men shall be lovers of their own self. You say he's talking about lost folks. Really? Well, we start the program off talking about tonight. Hmm? The body taking care of itself, each member, one for another, and you, you, the, the members of the body that go through trouble, and you're supposed to help them as being in the body with them, Hebrews 13.3, huh? Really? You, 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 see, I'm telling you the truth, folks. Lovers of pleasures. Um, go ahead, Brother Dave. Start it, start it verse 1 again. End time okay. stuff, folks. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affection. Okay, stop right there. Disobedient to parents. Well, what does the parents say? The ungodly, all they do is just they make the rules so so light that anybody could do them, or they don't hold their children accountable for what they do do. By that's what I meant the other night when I meant you can love your kid into into hell. Because the book is plain all the way through of what you're supposed You see what position the quote-unquote state has put you in? Hmm? With social services, I restrict your hand where you have to, where you are, you're either forced to, one, obey the book and suffer the consequences and receive a heavenly reward or compromise and don't do it, and continue to keep your comfort. Revelation chapter 3, the Laodicean church. You don't, there's no, there's no corner you can hide in, folks, from this book. 
There is no corner you can hide in. Not if somebody's going to give you the whole counsel of God. Continue on, brother. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. You could, you could preach a sermon on that very last one for 30 days in a row and not miss a beat. And not miss a beat. That's how the old friend of the family and this the way he has guided this world system to affect both myself and you. That's how wise he is. That's what he's done to the Lord's kids. That's the kind of effect. But see, you have an absolute authority to push you the other direction if you believe it. Why is it you think they want to destroy this book, folks? Why do you think that politi- they want to make, it, make a book politically correct? They want to keep back the doctrine of Christian suffering. They don't. They, they every little thing that the old friend of the family can do to spit in our father's face, he will do, and he'll get you to do it and make you think you're doing God a favor. Oh, uh, uh, don't, 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 don't tell me you think I'm making that one up. You think I'm making that up? The time's going to come, and it's already here, that you'll He will make you spit in your own father's face and make you think you're doing right. That's how wise he is. Number one, you're taken captive by, taking captive by him of his will, the devil's will. Not, not the God, the devil's will. He allows it to happen. Second Timothy 2, the last two verses. Go read it. You don't believe it. Don't believe a word I said. Go read it yourself. Brother Chad, look at it real quick. Throw you concordance. Read where it's, it's in John. It's in the Gospel of John where it says, The time will come when they that kill you will think that they doeth God a favor. Okay. It's in John. Forget what chapter. Uh, I believe it would be Luke chapter 12. Oh, Luke 12. Okay. Yeah, that, that's it. Pauline influence. Yep. Yeah, okay. It says, and I say unto you, my friend, be not afraid of them that kill the body. Oh, hold on. Why does that come up? No, it must be in John, like you said. Hold on. They that kill you. Just do with God a favor. That's all you have to do. God a favor. And it says oh, I didn't get that one either. God God a favor? Do us God favor. So it's 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 just like that, okay? The time will come when they that killeth you will think it that they do 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 God a favor. I think that's the way it goes. I mean it's in John. Yeah, you're I'm sure you I'm sure you're correct. Uh let's see, John, yes. Yes, there we are. John 16, verse 2. 
Uh, let me make sure if that is. Yes, it is. Jesus says, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. Service. Excuse me. Bad quote on my part. They'll think they do God's service. And they're doing it today in a lesser term. Just like I said, they've got some of you out of good intention. Folks, listen. The road, the good, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's paved with 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 good doers, do gooders. These people that kick the people out of churches in the end times, they're going to think they're doing God's service or doing God a favor. Same thing practically, but I'm a stickler on the book, so it's service. I won't misquote it again. But David just read it. You read, put yourself. Do, do you love? Are you lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God? Like I said, I could I could spend every single day for thirty days and never exhaust the topic. Never exhaust it. Covetousness. You could take that one, and oh my God, you could just go on and on and on about covetousness. And you know what the sin of you know what you know what stubbornness is, folks. You know what stubbornness is, especially stubbornness to the Spirit of God. It's the same as witchcraft. Did you know that? Read for him, brother Dave. Brother Dave, hello. Yes. Read him. Read him that. Stubbornness is the sin of witchcraft. See, nobody telling y'all the difference between what is sin and what is not. Not teaching you the truth. They're taking a topic and and it tickling your ears. Okay. First Samuel fifteen twenty three, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Okay. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, He hath also rejected thee from being king. Amen. Amen. It's all tied together. I mean, and everybody and all that bunch out there worried about the Ten Commandments and worried about the Passover feast when all that stuff is for a later time period Paul tells you that in Colossians 2 ain't got jack squat look at that mirror in 2 Timothy 3 okay you continue go back there and finish reading it on out brother and let them hear what happens to those folks okay and because that's what the point I was going to make I've never brought this point Get the people say you you look in the mirror and say well I'm not one of them. That doesn't happen in my life. I keep it repented of. Okay, well, won't you read the very last what Paul says after he gives the last one? Okay. What he adds on to it. Okay, verse four: Tra- traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pre- pleasures more than lovers of God. Watch it now. Be- 
Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And what's the last thing he says? From such turn away. You're commanded to even stay away from the ones that you recognize are doing this stuff. I didn't make it up. Is that what he said, Brother David? Sure did, just right there. We just read it. Why do you, tell, why do you think he tells you in 2 Corinthians 6, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers? Yes. See, I mean, I'll go on and on and on. Continue on, just continue on. And okay. we'll go ahead and close the program after that. Verse 6. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But they can sure send now, you 1,500 uh, video clips. <laughs> That's a private uh, Go ahead, brother. <laughs> private. Now as, now as John's and John Bray's withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Read that again. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Oh, what's the antithesis to that? Uh, if you don't live godly, they'll all love you. Oh, you can't beat this book with a stick, folks. Amen. How many out there are telling you that? You getting that on a regular basis, Papa Cat? Huh? Go ahead, brother. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. That is, that, that is God-breathed, folks. That's what it means. It's God-breathed, okay? He got God's breath. Yeah, the, I'm saying the Greek is Theo, Theo, Theonomus, Theonomus. I think is the way it's pronounced in the Greek. Theonomus is God breathed. Yes, that's what it is. Theonomus. It is okay. I thought, Theonomus. Yeah, it's Theonomus because pneumos is yeah. is the wind. Okay, in the Greek. I'm trying to remember my Greek. Go ahead, brother. It it does say here divinely breathed in, given by inspiration of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. God breathe. Then almost. Go ahead. Yes. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Number one. For for reproof. Number one doctrine. Don't forget that. Go ahead. For reproof. For correction. 
for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You a man of God? Claim to be? You fighting the war? Are you in the war? Have you signed up for the battle? Don't worry. You're going to lose enough battles. It's not how you start off. It's how you finish, folks. It's how you finish. Turn to First John chapter 2, Brother Chad. Show you what I mean. Okay. First John chapter 2, read verse 18 and 19. This, this kind of folks just comes through this, this place here all the time. And they'll go through churches all over the country all the time as well. Now, now some I don't blame. Like I said, you finding a somebody that will teach the whole counsel of God and not pick and choose and, and change the book, okay? Finding somebody like that, it's, it's already scarce as instinct. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that want their ears tickled, all right? ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth like Brother Dave just read. Go ahead, Brother. And speaking of First John chapter 2, it was uh, verse 23 that you referred to that was the half verse. Yes, verse 23. I thought it was, yeah, I knew it was chapter 2, but I didn't know which verse it was. Yeah, that's the one. I posted okay. it for those okay. listening. That's the, that's the miracle of God. First uh, John chapter 2, verse 18. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Okay, the last time, talking about any, there are many Antichrists, and they are against Christ is all the word Antichrist means, folks. Everybody, I know the personification in today's Christianese is the Antichrist, blah, I understand that. But the correct definition, there's many Antichrists. All it means is against Christos, okay? It's against Christ. And if you don't do what is Christ, you're against him. Didn't the Lord say, who's not for me is against me? I think he said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you're not for him, if you're not for what he says, if you're not for what the word says, you're against him, whether you like it or whether you don't. Now, well, let's see if we can find out a way that you can tell who they are. Let's see if we can see some fruit. Go ahead, brother. Sure. And, Pastor, does anti can also mean in place of? Is that correct? Oh, of course. That's correct. Yeah. That's okay. Right. But that's what uh, they, that, they, they tend to use that um, definition when they're talking about the personification of Antichrist, which is that, that big W wicked, that personification of wickedness in Second Thessalonians. Right. Yeah. So, so go ahead. First uh, John 2 and 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. That's right, and that happens all the time. If you love the truth, if you love the book, it the same. any man that loved God, the Bible says, the same is known to them. Amen. It's not something you can hide under a but you don't hide a candle under a bushel, okay? You're supposed to be a light shining on a hill. You're supposed to be a light shining on a hill. So after dealing with the menagerie of topics tonight, 
Brother Dave, if you would dismiss us in a word of prayer. Okay. Now, let's give either one of you got anything to add. Uh, one one thing in reference to the last days and how all these things that people are doing. When I listen to preaching and different preachers, and this has bothered me for several years, but it seems that especially preachers, they're unable to confront certain things, that they can't say, I hate that. I hate that those sodomites. I hate those reprobate. I hate DNA mixing. I hate the Illuminati. They say, oh, I don't hate. <laughs> I don't hate. We we just hate. No, they say sins. God is love. That's all they yeah. talk about. Yeah. What, why do, what is it with, I can see how these people could quickly change to be quick, politically correct from even saying anything about anybody being but, wrong about anything well, because the government says it's wrong to hate. All count, you can do count, is love. You count, can't hate. You want, to get, you want your answer? Just count the people in the chat room right now. Okay. Count the people <laughs> in the chat room. All right? Yeah. All right? It won't take you long to find out why. Mm. It won't take you long. It will not, and that's the same reason that there's so there's people out there that will not associate themselves with this ministry because they're afraid they may offend somebody with their politically correct un with this unpolitically correct preacher. I like we're commanded to love that to love the Lord our God, to love our brethren, to love that which is righteous and good, and to hate that which is evil. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct, brother. But people... Love that is is hate that which is evil, love that which is good. Right. But that's hate speech. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what it is. It's supposed to be hate speech. That's why they're coming after us, brother. That's why they're going to eventually come after us. And y'all's nation will be first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All country will be first. Despisers of those who are good. There you go. There you go. That's why. That's why everybody looks at you so cockeyed. If you start talking about the Lord on the street, brother Chad, that's why they look at you like you got two horns sticking out of your head. Because everybody sucked up in the world, folks. Do you realize that not one time in human history has God's judgment ever made one person? Listen to me now, close. You downloaders, listen to me close. Not one time has God's judgment caused one person to repent. I said his judgment. See, so don't go run into Jonah because he didn't send the judgment, remember? They repented before right, him. Right, right. Uh, all those years of preaching from Enoch, Methuselah, and Noah, there wasn't no repentance recorded. He wiped them out. Only a few only a few came out the other side. Guess what? Why do you think the Lord says as it was in the days of Noah and as it was in the days of Lot? How many got out of Sodom before it was destroyed? Hmm? See what I mean, Jelly Bean? Yes. The typology is all through the scriptures, folks. Go ahead and dismiss some word prayer, brother. We've been on long enough. Yes. 
Lord Jesus Christ, we come tonight and, and we're thankful for your word. We're thankful for the blood of Jesus that alone is responsible for us being called righteous and allowing us to escape the judgment that is to come upon the whole earth and to judge the evil man and the wickedness. Lord, we thank you that you have made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and that all those who truly seek after you and repent of their sins and want salvation, you will give to them. And Lord, I, I pray for that. Anyone who cries out after hearing this message to you, I agree, Lord. Uh, with your word and with their request that they would be saved. Yes, Father. And, Lord, I pray against those, our enemies, who are coming against us, like this Kathleen Wynne in Ontario and this new law the Liberal government has passed to take children away from Christian parents or just good parents that don't believe in this transsexual gender laws of lesbians and gays. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray pray that these antichrist haters of all that is good and haters of the Lord Jesus Christ, these enemies of Christ, that they be taken out. I pray that she's cast upon a sickbed where she's given the opportunity to repent. But if she doesn't repent, so be it. Let her be dead in the name of Jesus. And I pray that all those liberal cohorts that work together or any government official that votes in favor of such laws, be yes. taken out of the way, Lord, in the way that you seem fit, either by death or insanity or uh, chronic illness, but taken out of the way. They have no right to reign and rule over a cat, let alone people and especially the people of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would give us, if possible, some half-sane, decent people to be leaders that we can vote for that would allow God's people to follow the book and to be and to see that if they want a strong nation, Christians who follow the book are the best you can ever get. And I pray for wisdom for men and women who would want to see righteousness established, judgment, and honoring of the Lord Jesus Christ in our land. I pray for those men and women to excel and to be looked upon with favor and to get the reins of power by your power, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a good night's sleep for everyone in the sound of my voice and peace in their soul and peace in their bodies. In the name of Jesus, so be it. Amen. Father God, I pray for Brother Brian that you take care of him, Lord. Give him peace of spirit, peace of mind, Father. Watch over Damien, take care of him. Watch over Brittany and take care of her, Lord Jesus. Father, we hedge about them to where there's no power of the government or no any kind of unclean spirit or any kind of force at all will come up those two precious Christians, Lord. I pray, Father, for their divine protection as well as Brother Brother Brian's divine peace, Father. And anybody that's in this chat room that may be suffering right now or a downloader that may be having problems, Father, if they need any counsel, if they need anything that I could possibly do physically, I'm more than willing to do that, Lord. All they have to do is just let me know, Father. I pray that you'd put us in a position as Bible-believing Christians where where we can expand and where we can do more for our brothers and sisters, Father. 
because we love you and we want to obey you, Father. We want to be found doing what you want us to do when you do split those eastern skies. We love you and we want to see you soon, Father. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, folks, Lord willing and health permitting, we will be back tomorrow night. And thank you again, Brother Howard. God bless you so. Appreciate it, Brother. Brother Dave. Contact information for Don Spears Ministries. The telephone number is 334-397-2333. The email address is respecttothelord at yahoo.com. And the email address is also the PayPal account for Pastor Don. You can go to PayPal, enter respecttothelord at yahoo.com. And you can make your offering to the Lord Jesus Christ and to Pastor Don's ministry. You can also send your cards and letters or mailed offerings to his home address, which is 3155 Louisville Street, apartment D1, Clio, Alabama, 36017. 36017. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night, everyone. God bless each and every one of you, and Lord willing, help permit, and we'll see you tomorrow night, and we'll be in the New Testament tomorrow night, Lord, or we will go back and pick up you. We'll just see whatever the Lord wants to do tomorrow night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, Good night. guys. Great job, guys. Brother Kevin, Brother Chad, Brother Brother uh, David. Love you guys. Amen. Good night. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.